You are live with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with Andy Barrar. We also have Christina Stoyanova in the studio with us today. Kind of fun. We are uh, broadcasting live on Facebook, Facebook Live Video. You can actually go to the CKNW webpage and see what Andy and I look like <laughs> on Saturday morning, unshaven. And Christina, who looks 300 times better than us. Yes, that's right. Uh, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Christina. (laughs) Uh, We have a lot uh, of interesting stuff to talk to on the show today. We uh, are going to have some folks from MasterCard talking about MasterPass-enabled bots on Facebook. What the heck? If you don't know what a bot is, you probably already interacted with one and you didn't even know it. So we'll explain what a bot is on Facebook and what MasterCard is doing with bots to, to essentially help you make purchases online. We will also be talking with the folks over at Microsoft about the new Surface Studio all-in-one computer. This thing is probably the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life yes. as far as computers. Yes. It and is amazing. It's not something that you traditionally expect from Microsoft, but when it was debuted in October, everybody was completely blown away by it, uh, especially on the designers and all the artists. When they saw this, it, it was something of a, of a renaissance for computers, and uh, we're going to learn all about the Surface Studio and uh, if it's right for you. And, of course, we'll be going open line, taking your tech calls and questions. will be your on-air tech support. So a lot of interesting stuff in the news this week, uh, a lot of it revolving around Facebook, uh, Andy. Uh, they had their big developers conference. They call it F8. Yeah. And one of the more interesting uh, things is that, uh, and I talked to Jill Bennett about this uh, this morning, They're, they've got a team of 60 people working on how to read your mind. Yes. Now, it sounds science fiction, but what they're trying to do is you don't have to anymore like text. You can just think about what you want to text and suddenly you're texting. And it sounds kind of like really futuristic, but they actually are working on this and they're trying to enable it where it's non-invasive because they've been able to do this. <laughs> no, they did this with someone with you ALS. You go down and get a Facebook implant? Is well, that- <laughs> with somebody with ALS, they put a pea-sized implant into their brain and she was able to think about things and create words. But eight, fa- eight, eight words a minute, apparently. Eight words a minute. However, Facebook knows that if they want to scale this, we can't all get little Facebook implants into our brain. So they're trying to find a non-invasive... We, we could test this on Christina. That would be a good idea. Yeah, yes. because... Uh, you know what? I'm going to say I'm going to hard pass on that one. You know what? We probably don't need to read her mind. I just know she's pissed at us most of the time. So <laughs> that's an easy it's a, one. It's an easy bet. It's an easy bet. Uh, but what's interesting is they're trying to get uh, the recognition uh, up to about 100 words a minute. Uh, so that's about five times faster than we yep. type on our smartphone right now. It just sounds kind of unconceivable. Okay, but here's the thing. And, and Facebook understands that everyone's going to be like, the last thing I want is Mark Zuckerberg reading my mind or, or knowing what's going on in my thoughts. What they're saying is this, the way that this works is you think about what you're going to say. That thought then moves to the, the, the part of your brain where you're about to vocalize it. It's at that point where they think that they can jump in and just have it text instead of you having to physically text it, which would open up a whole range of opportunities because we know they're also experimenting with artificial intelligence. So they want to create what's called like a like a, a mouse, a brain in your mouse or something like that, where you can select commands, like say settings, just by thinking about it instead of having to press a button or tap on a mouse or a keyboard. It's it's super ambitious. They don't even know if it'll work, but they're trying. This is a slippery slope, I'm just saying. It, it, it really is. Uh, yes. And they say they're not far off. Yeah, I already find it 
difficult sometimes when I'm searching something on Google, just thinking through the fact that Google is tracking that and predicting my future searches based on it. That drives me crazy. Yeah, I've been on your computer before and seen your search history. It's weird. <laughs> it is really weird. And I can't even talk about it uh, on air. Uh, but I, I just find it fascinating. They have 60 people working on this, Andy. Like, can you imagine you're one of those people? Like, what do you tell people? Trust your, me, I'm not a neuroscience. Is, I would not be one of those people. There's, there's What's some, your job? Oh, I'm researching how to read people's minds for Facebook. Yeah. Probably not something you want to say at a cocktail party. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, Again, they say they're very close to this. Yeah, but you, it's, it, the thing is scalability, Mike. Is this really something we're going to scale? I know they're, they're really, like I said, the whole art, they want AI. They want us to wear these little glasses where, say, I could leave a note for you at a bar. So you go to this bar and there's a note that Andy left with you. Or if you go down... Like a virtual note or a virtual graffiti on the wall. A graffiti on the wall. So yeah. that's, you know what that's going to happen is you're going to have like online graffiti artists who are going around the city... But only you can see them when you have special glasses, glasses on. Glasses on, yes. Yeah. And so they got really excited about artificial intelligence after Pokemon Go. That really the showed, augmented reality. Yeah, the yeah. augmented reality. That's what really showed uh, Zuckerberg where you know, this is the future of computing. They bought Oculus Rift, which does VR. And there's virtual always that reality, debate. Yeah. Virtual reality or augmented reality. And Pokemon Go came on the scene. Everybody was like, okay, AR, that's where a lot of the uh, innovation is going to happen. Well, even Apple, uh, Tim Cook has said, augmented reality is where it's at. Yeah. They haven't really been investing big into virtual reality like some of these other companies have. So I can see that because uh, it's a lot, uh, I don't know, less invasive to have on a pair of glasses and have you know things come up on, on, on the lenses than wearing a whole headset. That's true, yes. I and think. Snapchat already has the Snapchat spectacles where you can create snaps just by like walking around in their glasses with a camera on them. Um, Thank God we need more of that. I've, 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 I have friends that have this. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it's, aren't you nervous when you're out with them? <laughs> um, no, I saw their snaps. I wasn't with them. But next next time you have a friend wearing glasses, make sure you look at what kind of glasses they have because they might be taking snaps of you. Christina, you've seen these, haven't you? The snap. What are they called? The spectacles. spectacles. I haven't actually physically seen them. Yeah, but what do you think? Well, you're young. Uh, I am not young enough for Snapchat, unfortunately. That no? thing still baffles me. <laughs> I've been working Snapchat lately. Me too. Yeah. Yes, I yeah. see yeah. you guys yeah. snapping. Yeah. yeah, I was playing the theme song for uh, Get Connected on a on a piano that makes meows. <laughs> it was. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd had a few drinks at that point when I got that, so yeah. I was wondering, am I drunk or <laughs> where's Andy drunk? Thank God for Snapchat. Yeah. One more interesting story before we hit the break, uh, guys. Uh, Bose is facing a lawsuit over allegations that its headphones spy on users. That's right. So there's a, a certain uh, set of headsets they sell. You can download the free Bose Connect app uh, that will, I guess, give you more performance for the headphones. But that app is basically uh, listening to what music you're playing yeah. and then sending all that data back to Bose. And yes. they're selling that to third parties. Yes, and I that information. You, I guarantee you the third party is probably some type of advertiser who now knows what kind of music you like, and then they are trying to cater uh, different offerings based upon that information. The thing about this, Mike, there was no consent. People didn't consent unless it was in those terms that nobody reads. Um, Bose was basically gathering data, and we know that if you get data, you can sell it. And and they did that, and they I guess they got caught, and there's a, a lawsuit going on. So we'll see what happens with that story. I guess they'd look at Christina's 
history and see all the Justin Bieber. Yes, Justin Bieber and... <laughs> and uh, Bulgarian folk music that's, that she listens to. That's my jam. That's your jam? That's my jam. <laughs> Does he ever do mashups with that? that? He totally should. He totally should. That's a whole new music genre. <laughs> okay, we've got lots more to talk about on today's Get Connected program. And again, we are broadcasting live video on Facebook. Uh, you can go to the CKNW Facebook page and see Andy, myself, and uh, Christina in all our glory. Coming up, we're going to be talking with the folks over at MasterCard about bots on Facebook. What the heck's that all about? Well, you have to stay tuned to find out. And also, uh, we'll be talking with the folks at Microsoft about the new Surface Studio All-in-One, one of the most beautiful, creative machines I have ever seen. You're listening to Get Connected. We'll be back after this. You are back with Get Connected. Mike and Andy here in studio. We're broadcasting live on Facebook uh, as well on the CKNW webpage if you want to check that out. We've got lots more to talk about on today's program. Uh, Later on, we'll be chatting with the folks over at Microsoft about the new Surface Studio All-in-One for artists and designers. Uh, You have to tune into that and just hear what this thing can do. It it is simply uh, amazing. Andy, the contest. We got actually two fabulous contests. We're doing a, a big promotion for smart homes. If you've ever wanted to have a smart home, if you, if you want to be able to turn devices off and on with your smartphone, you can. you got to listen to this contact. We're working with the folks over at TP-Link Canada, and we've partnered with them to create an entire suite of smart home products. So you're going to get a brand new router. Because if you are going to make a smart home, you're going to need some great Wi-Fi, completely eliminate any dead spots in your house. From there, you can add in connected light bulbs that can change colors. So you might have movie night with the, with the kids. You can dim all the lights into a nice color for, for setting moods uh, throughout the home. We're also giving away an, a, uh, a basically a 360 pan tilt camera, connected camera, security camera that you can look remotely from your smartphone wherever you are. And to see what's going on in your home. It's great for if you have pets. So in this entire suite that we're giving, even smart plugs that allow you to connect various devices like your coffee maker or maybe even your curling iron to your smartphone so you can turn it off and on or create schedules. All of these in one contest. What you have to do, though, is you have to go to Get Connected's Facebook page. Just search for Get Connected Media in the Facebook bar and like our page. From there, it'll take you to a website where you just have to submit a picture of your home and tell us why you want a smart home, and we might pick you. Again, just go to Get Connected Media on Facebook, go onto our page, and enter and win our smart home contest. And if you go to our website, getconnectedmedia.com, we're still giving away a Moto G4 Play smartphone. That's a separate contest, so you have to go to our website, getconnectedmedia.com. Well, now we want to switch gears. We want to uh, talk about the future of uh, payments on the line. Uh, right now, we've uh, got Pablo Cohan. He's the VP of uh, Product uh, over at MasterCard. Thanks for joining us today, Pablo. Hi, everyone. Hi, Mike and Andy. Nice, uh, thank you for having me here. Oh, always a pleasure. Uh, wanted to chat with you. Uh, you guys uh, are doing some interesting stuff uh, with uh, MasterPass-enabled bots on Facebook Messenger. To our listeners, what does that mean? So what that means is we, we're, we're familiar with chatbots a little bit and how they're showing up on Messenger. What we're seeing now is we're moving into an era where we can uh, have conversational commerce. So these chatbots are capable of um, you know, executing a transaction. So we are partnering with uh, these uh, merchants to introduce MasterPass to make that process even easier. So this is interesting. Like, 
what, why would somebody need to talk to a bot on Facebook? So, you know, the, there are certain, certain areas where talking to, to a bot to, to conduct uh, an activity makes sense. So when you think about services and things like that, where you have a back and forth with a person, if you can streamline that process or, or go to a place where a consumer already is, makes sense. And there are certain um, categories, like you know the subway example, where the when you walk into a store, you have a conversation with that subway artist. So transforming that experience into a place where a consumer already is engaged, like Facebook Messenger, makes sense. It's um, it's an extension of the brand into a place where a consumer is uh, already interacting. Is this uh, expensive to roll out for businesses? Um, I don't. I mean, it depends on 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 each business on how you know their their capabilities in building these chatbots. It's um, for the most part, you know, Facebook and, and and everyone else has capabilities where you can take advantage of their uh, AI and and leverage what they already invested. So it's more of I think, from my opinion, to, uh, and you know, start testing and developing this this solutions and and see if they work. I imagine it's difficult trying to keep up uh, technologically with all the different types of uh, ways we might be paying uh, in the future. I also saw in the news uh, this week you guys uh, uh, were also, uh, you know, unveiling, uh, you know, technology that uh, uh, people can use uh, their fingerprint uh, to pay, I guess, in case they forget their uh, uh, their PIN on uh, on their MasterCard. Yeah, I mean, listen, MasterCard is it's always thinking differently and, and designing products that are um, that are different and we're trying to innovate faster than ever because the technology is innovate it's moving faster than ever and we want to be where consumers might be next so we want to be able to anticipate that step so that's why we we moved in uh, you know we, we leaned in with the Facebook announcement because we know Facebook Messenger is one of the most heavily used platforms and and we want to be there to facilitate commerce. Uh, that's why we are, you know, investing and in, and in, in producing innovation in connected devices and building that platform. So when the consumer wants to pay, they and the device is capable of doing that. We can simplify that process. And then innovating in technology. So that you know, this it was always a question around how do we keep authenticating the consumer and making sure it's, you are who you are. So bringing fingerprinting into the card is one of those ways that, that we can continue pushing technology and, and creating that solution. I mean, definitely some exciting technologies here. I, I, I like the idea of the uh, the bots on Facebook Messenger. Uh, obviously, younger people are probably more likely to pick up on those technologies uh, than uh, the older generations. But uh, do the older generations have to fear being left behind? I don't think so, to be honest. I, I, I think like everything, you know, I, I I grew up with with without cell phones and 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 it, they came to me when I was probably in in my late teens, and I learned to to embrace them and and use them and take advantage of them. I, I think older generations will start to see the benefits of technologies and they they will use it to their to their comfort level, and that's that's why you know we as a company and I think everyone in the ecosystem is trying to make sure that all the touch points where a payment could occur, there's a easy and simple way to do so. That's why we kind of introduced a card, which seems, you know, 
from a from a technology perspective seems very old fashioned, but it's a very advanced technology card, but it's still a plastic. And we have on the other side of the spectrum the, the chatbots. So we want to make sure that we are available where a consumer is ready and able to transact. Interesting uh, stuff coming up. Pablo, where can people find out more information about uh, all this? So masterpass.com is definitely a place I encourage everyone to go to learn about board Masterpass and all of the merchants that are being accepted and, and, and where the cool things are, are showing up. Very cool. Thanks for joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. That was Pablo Cohen, VP uh, of product over at MasterCard, talking about chatbots. Yes. Interesting and, stuff. And, and that other story that you mentioned about the fingerprint scanner, that's really cool because now at a terminal, instead of having to enter your PIN, you basically just use your fingerprint. It authenticates you. Like, what is a more secure way? We're already doing it with our smartphones. It makes sense we do it for payments at terminals. Like, uh, Well, we're doing that now. I've, I've got an iPhone, and yeah. uh, I have Apple Pay on here. Yeah. And so when I want to pay at a lot of locations, I just simply hold my phone up uh, and put my finger on yeah. the fingerprint reader, and boom. Yeah. It works. It's convenient. It's secure. Oh, it's I love like it. the best of both worlds. Oh, it is, it is so awesome. Yeah. And I've got all my cards in here, so I can just select uh, which one I want to use uh, as well. So uh, I love the convenience of that. There's no question. Yeah, absolutely. So the more they can make it easier, uh, and I, I love the security aspect of a fingerprint. So if they can build that into the terminals as well, not everyone's going to use their smartphone to pay yeah. yet. Uh, but if they can build that into the terminals as well, I think that's uh, going to make uh, life a lot easier and more secure. Yeah, and people will probably pay more or spend more as well because it's so easy. Yeah, that's a sad thing. Well, yeah, <laughs> case in point. <laughs> when we come back, we are going to be talking with the folks over at Microsoft about the new Surface Studio all-in-one for artists and uh, designers. Uh, you'll want to stay tuned for that. It's super fascinating. And, of course, we'll be going open line shortly as well, taking your tech calls and questions. You're listening to Get Connected with Andy and Mike. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with Andy Barrar. Still lots to talk about in today's program. Later on, we'll uh, be going open line, taking some tech calls and questions. Uh, and uh, Andy also has brought uh, the new Samsung Galaxy S8 Plus into the uh, studio. So we'll be having a little quick Andy review <laughs> on that. Thanks. I didn't know what we were going to do. I was going to show it to you, but we might as well. You know what? We are on Facebook Live right now, so we'll do a quick review of uh, the new S8 and uh if it's right for you, because it just went uh, for sale yesterday. So you'll want to stay tuned to the next segment. Uh, and you can actually, if you want, go on to Facebook, uh, to the CKNW page, and uh, check out uh, the video of it. Yes, a live cool. review. I'll also be bringing it on uh, Global Television, uh, Global Morning News, uh, Monday, uh, around 8.15 a.m. So you can check it out uh, there, too. On the line right now, we've uh, got our next uh, guest. His name is Stephen uh, Pontesol, uh, thanks for joining us, Stephen. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. So uh, we've been uh, kind of hyping this uh, first part of the show, the uh, the new Surface Studio All-in-One. So, you know, I think people are probably familiar with all-in-one desktop computers, uh, great for uh, kitchens, uh, condos, that, that type of thing. Uh, very convenient because the screen and computer all, are all-in-one. Uh, but the new... Surface Studio All-in-One kind of takes that to a whole other level, really designed for artists and designers. Yeah, exactly. I think um, right off the top, at first it will yeah, just look like a, an all-in-one computer, but you know, once you get to know the device and see what it's capable of, um, you'll see that it's way more uh, than an all-in-one. It's actually meant to be like a digital studio. 
Yeah, uh, in, at our work, uh, we do a lot of graphic work and motion design and animation, uh, and I know all the guys are drooling uh, yeah. over that. So what, what sets this uh, particular computer apart? All right, so I mean, first, you're going to get uh, all the performance and capability that you'd be looking for in a PC that's sort of designed for the creative process. Uh, but I'd say right off the top, the first thing that you're going to notice uh, when you see the device, the beautiful uh, 28-inch pix- pixel-sense display. Um, it's a, got a three by two aspect ratio. Um, it uh, pushes 13 and a half million pixels, which is about 63% uh, more uh, than you would get in a 4K screen. And, you know, it just draws you in to your work. Um, it, it reproduces colors uh, like nothing else. Uh, and it actually has three different color gamut profiles built in. You can switch between uh, sRGB, uh, DCI-P3, um, and the and a vivid uh, color gamut. So I think you know, right off the top, the display um, is really what's uh, what's going to uh, you know catch you off guard and, and really draw you in. Um, once you start working on the device and you, you see that you've got sort of this great versatility uh, in the device, you know you can certainly interact with it using a mouse and a keyboard. Uh, but you know, like the rest of our Surface products, you can also interact with it using uh, using touch. And uh, you can also use our digital pen uh, right on the screen. Um, and uh, we've also introduced a new accessory um, called the Surface Dial, uh, which is a new input device uh, that's sort of designed for the creative process. Uh, it's a rotary uh, device, much like the name suggests. And it's designed to really, you know, get your non-dominant hand involved in the creative process as well. So you can really immerse yourself in your work and keep yourself uh, in the flow of your design and creation. Um, so between the beautiful screen, uh, the multiple uh, you know, versatile ways you can interact with it, um, I mean, right off the top, you can start to get a, a sense for what really makes it different. And then using the zero, zero gravity hinge, um, you can actually take with a, a single finger, you can tilt the display right down to a 20 de- degree angle. And those who are involved in design work uh, maybe sit at a, at a de- design desk um, that's usually at about a 20 deg- degree angle. So when the device is oriented in that fashion, you can sit right up close, you can grab the pen, you can you know, get immerse yourself in your work, you can put the dial right up on the screen um, and be able to quickly access and, and change menus or change you know, the colors that you're using to draw with um, and uh, really immerse yourself in your work. Steve, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned uh, the hinge. Uh, something about the Surface line. They, they put a lot of technology and a lot of R&D in their hinges. And this one, like... I, I know that sounds like who cares, but it's a big deal. It, it is a big deal yeah. because it all depends on how you're interacting with the computer. You want to customize it to the way that you like to work. And as Steve mentioned, just with your pinky, you can put it in the top right corner and press down and that hinge will make it almost flat. It goes 20 degrees uh, up from the surface, which is what people who are in drafting would typically use at a comfortable level. Or graphics artists, if yes. they want to draw. Yeah. And, and you know, talking to artists that have tried the Surface Studio, what they really like is they use typically what's called a Wacom tablet, which is like a pen on a, on a surface, and they use it like a mouse, but it allows them to draw onto a screen. With the Surface Studio, now you're drawing actually on the screen, and one of the artists was telling me, he's like, you know, when I got into art as a kid, I was always drawing. He goes, then I got into graphic design, I'm using Photoshop, and I'm with, 
you know, a mouse and a keyboard. He goes, now I'm drawing again. And he's like, I got so much more inspiration. So I think that's, Steve, why a lot of artists and designers are being really attracted to this computer. Yeah, it's uh, providing all that capability in sort of one one form factor. And I mean, right on, right right from when you first look at it, your first reaction will probably be, you know, it's a really beautiful device and we're really proud of that. And we think you'll be proud to have it on your desk. But what the creators will notice once you get to work is that all that beautiful design and all that technology just kind of fades to the background and lets you kind of focus on your work on the screen. And that's really the intent. Stephen, where can people find out more information or even look at one of these? So um, you'll find a lot of information about it on uh, Microsoft.ca, or, or you can go right to surface.ca and uh, read up on the studio and the dial. Uh, and if you'd like to see one in person, uh, you can find them um, in uh, Microsoft stores, uh, but also uh, select Best Buy uh, and even Staples stores. What's the uh, base price, Steve? So this, the base configuration, we have three different tri- configurations. The base price is uh, $39.99. Thanks for joining us, Stephen. No problem, guys. Thanks for having me. We're going to uh, give you the uh, the phone numbers. We're going open line now, taking a few tech calls and questions on our uh, next segment, 604-280-9898. And uh, if you're phoning uh, long distance anywhere in North America, we have a toll-free line as well, 1-877-399-9898. When we come back, we'll take your tech calls here and get connected. And also, we'll uh, be doing a, uh, a quick review on the new Samsung Galaxy S8 Plus. And uh, Andy has one in his hot little hands. And if you want to see it, Go to the CKW Facebook page. We're live. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. We're going open line. We're going to take a few tech calls and questions here in a moment. The number is again 604 280 9898. And anywhere in North America, 1 877 Before we get to the phone lines, uh, Ken, hang on the line there. We'll get to you first. Uh, Andy, you've got the Samsung Galaxy S8 Plus. In your hands. That's right. And so I'm going to put this right onto the camera. Uh, this is the new Samsung Galaxy 8. This is kind of a big deal for Samsung because we all know what happened with the Note 7. And this is their flagship device. So they really need to show how it compares and why you want to still love Samsung. The first thing that you'll notice when you look at this phone is the display. It's using what's called an affinity display. There is no bezel. Like usually you have a bezel on the side. Right now you don't see a bezel. So if I'm just going to grab Mike's iPhone here and just kind of compare, you have what, an iPhone 6? 7. An iPhone 7. Okay, so you can see how much longer it is. What Samsung did, and it's kind of smart, is they got rid of the physical home button. It's now under the screen. So when you put your hand in that area, you're going to notice that you can feel what's called a haptic touch on the bottom. Not having a dedicated button just allowed them to get more screen size, and they made it narrower. So this is the 6, the Samsung S8+. Plus. It's the largest phone, but it doesn't feel that large. And I think... No, it, uh, the screen is huge, though. It's massive. But it doesn't feel big. No, and you can still operate it with one hand, which is what makes it special. The, the actual display is fantastic. The camera on the back, you know, a lot of people are saying, oh, it's very similar to the S7, but it's amazing. I've been taking a lot of shots lately, you know, just of spring, and it is amazing the kind of quality that you're getting from a smartphone. Right now, I'm going to go on the record as saying this is probably the best Android phone on the market right now. If money's not an issue, this is the one you want to get. It's from Samsung, and this is the Galaxy S8 premium flagship smartphone. We'll take a call or two here before uh, our next segment. Uh, Christina Storinova will uh, be giving us her 
app of the week shortly. But on the line, we've uh, got Ken out in Surrey. Hey, Ken. Hey, how are you? Good. What can we do for you? Yeah, I called a couple of weeks ago in regards to a LCD versus projector. Yes. And so I bought a projector myself. Uh, my next question is, uh, what's better, paint or screen? Ah, Ah, that's a great question. <laughs> One thing at a time, eh, Ken? <laughs> what uh, projector did you get? I got the uh, the, uh, the home cinema 3700 Epson. Oh, nice. Epson, they make fantastic projectors. If you're in the market for a projector, definitely check out uh, the different Epson uh, models. So your thoughts, a screen? Well, or you a couldn't paint? have asked two better guys because we have an Epson projector in our office. Yeah. Um, we had to decide if we wanted a screen. And what we noticed is our, the room that we put it in in, in the lobby was wide enough that we could create a 19-foot screen. However, to find a 19-foot white screen to, yeah. to pull down was luck. next to impossible. Well, so what, it's not impossible, but super expensive. It's going to be expensive. Yeah. So we kind of just did a makeshift uh, solution where we essentially just took really good, high-quality white paint, painted the uh, wall completely white, and because that the bulb, the light on there is so bright... You can't tell. Like we are playing videos, and it looks like it's on a, a, a natural professional but you screen. Can, you can actually get special paint yes. as well. Uh, you know, for projector uh, images. So, uh, you know, the screen. Uh, I mean, you can have both arguments. Some people really like the screens. I, I like just having uh, the wall. Uh, yes. Essentially, you don't have all this extra stuff hanging around, which is nice. So it just it's kind of a cleaner look. Speaking of a cleaner look, another thing you want to do, especially if you're going to mount it on a bracket up on the ceiling, is get those cord uh, hiders that you can do because you're going to have to get the cord power concealers. Yeah, and the concealers, and that's yeah. what we did, and it looks nice. And oh, it slick. looks fantastic. Yeah, and a lot of people don't notice it when they're walking by because it's white and the wall is white. But uh, that gives you a nice professional look, and you don't have to drill holes through the walls and bring it down. You just get the cord concealers. You can get them at, like, Home Depot. They, they are expensive, though. I have all over my house now. But um, oh yeah, it's a great investment to make. Uh, for me, I go, I'd go paint, but it just depends on, on the room. And, you know, some people do like the screens, but yeah. I just like having that, uh, that clean look. Absolutely. We are going to have to take one more break. Don't forget, we're broadcasting uh, live video, so you can actually see... Us in the flesh, for better or for worse. Uh, Coming up next, uh, we've got a lot more tech to talk. And, uh, of course, we'll be getting App of the Week with Christina. So stay tuned. You are back with Get Connected. Mike and Andy here in studio. Uh, The contest, one more time. We have a fantastic contest for the summer. If you've ever wanted to have a smart home without having to buy a brand new home, this is the contest for you. We're giving away an entire smart home bundle Courtesy of our friends over at TP-Link Canada, you're going to get a brand new AC Wi-Fi router to eliminate complete dead spots. You're going to get LED smart bulbs that allow you to change colors from your smartphone, even schedule or remotely turn them on and off. And we're also giving away a pan and tilt security camera that you could have in the home. You could watch your pets. It has two-way audio where you can talk to your family members or your pets from your smartphone remotely. And all of this and a smart switch. So any electric device, whether it's a fan, a heater, coffee maker, curling iron, you're going to be able to remotely turn it on and off from your smart home, smartphone in your smart home. All you have to do is go to our Facebook page, Get Connected Media. Just search that if you don't already like Get Connected Media on Facebook. From there, you'll see it's pinned right on the top of the contest page. You just got to go there, submit a picture of your house and tell us why you want a smart home. Give us your email address and boom you might win yourself a smart home. It's over $1,000 in products. you got to go to our Facebook page, Get Connected Media, on Facebook. 
Well, it's interesting, Andy. Uh, you know, we talked about Facebook. They've got an entire team working on how to read our minds so that we can text faster. I think I can read Christina's mind yes. uh, right now. She is thinking, why didn't you tell me we're broadcasting live video today, <laughs> you jerks? Is well, that, the answer pretty is we, we didn't know either. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's just say I would have worn something different. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay Christina, it's, uh, it's your time. You've got uh, a nap for us. What is it this week? Today is Earth Day. Did you know that, Mike? I'm all about the Earth. Yes, I did know that, actually. Well, happy Earth Day. Thank you. And in honor of Earth Day, we have an app called After Ice. It was actually created for the day. Um, it basically shows us using augmented reality and geolocation what our area would look like after all of the ice on Earth melts. <laughs> and Which are is we, going to happen. Yeah. Are we underwater? Yeah. Yes, so. we are definitely underwater, Mike. So, okay. So you use your, your smartphone, the camera on it. Yes. Uh, with this app. Yeah. And, and the water level rises. There are even some fish and bubbles. Really? Yes. <laughs> this sounds like an easy app because you basically just make Put the whole water. screen yeah. go water. Before and after, right? Yeah. Uh, it also does a simulation for the year 2080, which some of us might actually live to see, and where sea some levels of us, would be. Are you be. planning to live to 2080? Well, it's anything's possible, right? <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if I can make it to 2018, <laughs> I'm a happy man. Your kids will be around at 2080. Oh, yeah. So yes. you might be interested to know what it would all look like then. Well, just they'll have to have floating homes. Hey, did you see that that uh, glacier in Newfoundland? That's like rolling by a, a small town. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so maybe that's part of that. Yeah, the is there like melted. icebergs going by? No, because they're all melted. Yes, they are. Okay. All so, melted. what's this app called again? It's called After Ice. Yes, it's available for the iPhone only. It's a simple app, um, but not you can the, also not Android because eh? they don't no. care about the Earth. <laughs> Look Andy, at Andy. He doesn't care. I don't want to see this app, you know. Yes. Um, you can also t snap pictures with it and then share them on your social media in honor of Earth Day. Look, I'm underwater. <laughs> Very interesting. Does it, This obviously has a short lifespan then, this app. Or well, this, I is hope, this fun year round? <laughs> no, I hope they'll add to it. it. This is all backed by some of NASA's research into climate change and all of that. So okay. I hope they'll add to it as time goes on. But we'll see how that goes. Thank you very much. Don't forget uh, to enter the TP-Link Smart Home Contest on the Get Connected Facebook page. Uh, we'll be trying to broadcast uh, our show here with live video more often. Yes. Depending how we look Maybe and, we can and do, what like, we did the night before. And stuff too, right? I like, think that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Don't forget, uh, Monday morning I'll be in uh, the Global News morning show around 8.15, 8.20, depending. And I'll, uh, I'll be bringing the Samsung Galaxy S8 plus uh and the the new samsung 360 camera as well to show off yeah you want to talk about live streaming you can live stream now in 360 degrees that's all the time we have left i want to thank the entire cknw crew mike with all this me andy and christina see you next time